Well, welcome back. It's such a joy for us to be able to be a blessing to the nations through the broadcasts from our church. And I just want to again remind you, there is no distance in the spirit. Wherever you are, at homes, outside on the streets, wherever you're watching from, God is with you. His presence is upon you. And today is the day where you can believe that God will meet with you and your needs. I have a word for you today. But before we do that, shall we pray? Most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you that the Word of God is always the medium through which you bring salvation and healing and deliverance to your people. Father, I pray that you will anoint the words and let it go forth to the nations, carrying, Lord, your deliverance, your salvation, and the power of the Holy Spirit, Lord, upon each and every one that will hear, O Lord. Let the wind of your Spirit blow upon this word, and let it bring healing, peace, deliverance upon every heart, O Lord. And if there is anyone sick listening to this live stream, Father, I pray that even during the preaching of the word, your power will touch them and heal them. I just sense in my spirit that many of you that are having stomach ailments, even stomach cancers, as you listen to the word, the anointing of God is going to touch your stomachs and you're going to sense a tangible anointing upon your stomach as you are watching. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you will bless and heal and bring miracles into stomachs as I preach this word today. In Jesus' name, amen. Today's message is called, But God. Two of my favorite words in scripture is this, But God. And throughout the Bible, we see this phrase. All over the Old Testament and the New Testament. And there's something very sweet about this word, but God. Because it seems to sum up the glory of salvation in a short and yet powerful manner. So every time I read the word, but God, I know that there is fantastically good news that is going to come after that phrase. We hear in the scriptures so many times. The people of God had no way, but God made a way. We read in the scriptures that with men it is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Bartimaeus was blind, but God healed him. Jesus was dead. Jesus was buried, but God raised him from the dead. These two words proclaim the message of God's grace and compassion in a powerful way. Because these two words communicate to us the very nature of God. That He is a deliverer. He is a savior. He is a healer. He is somebody who wants to reach out and touch our needs. It may seem like all is lost. It may seem like there is darkness all around. It may seem like we have, bought, we have lost. And then we hear, but God. And then everything changes. I want to begin from Ephesians chapter 2. Please turn with me in your scriptures. 
I'm going to read from verse 1 to verse 3 first. How do we understand this phrase, but God? First, we have to understand the bleak situation that we were in before we came to Christ. And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. What a hopeless picture this paints of our condition before we came to know Jesus Christ. We were dead in our sins. We were dead in our transgressions. We were completely lost without any hope of salvation. Not only that, the Bible says that we were children of wrath. In other words, God's, God's judgment, God's wrath was upon us because we were dead in sins. We had zero hope of being rescued, of being saved from a hopeless condition. That is the condition that we were in. And we must understand that in order to understand the sweetness of the phrase, but God. In other words, we were utterly and hopelessly and completely lost spiritually without any hope of being saved. But then verse 4 says, but God, but God, hallelujah, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved, and raised us up together, and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. There was absolutely no way we could save ourselves. Someone had to intervene. Someone had to extend a helping hand. And it is here that we hear the sweet words, but God, but God. You see, the preciousness of this word is this. With man, it is impossible, but with God, it is not impossible. When God comes on the scene, everything can change. And that's why verse 4 says, But God, who was rich in mercy, sent His only begotten Son to die on the cross for our sins, so that we who believe in Him will not perish, but have everlasting life. Yes, we were dead in sins. Yes, our lives were hopeless. Our destiny was eternal judgment. But God, such sweet, powerful words. Once we were in our sins, but God forgave us and made us alive together with Christ. Hallelujah. Once we were joined to Satan, but God forgave us and joined us to Christ. Hallelujah. Remember those two words, but God. Because when we see those two words, everything changes. Once we were under condemnation, but God has given us favor and grace in Christ Jesus. 
Once our expectation was wrath, but God has given us eternal kindness in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And that is why we must delight in these two words in these times. When the world is filled with fear and panic and confusion and the hearts of people are being gripped with darkness, we must learn to delight in these two words, but God, because it signals the turning of everything. If you are a believer, I'm sure you've had a but God moment in your life. If you have not, this is a time for you to believe in the Lord with all your heart and you will experience a but God moment in your life. Let's look in scriptures and see certain but God moments that were powerful. In Genesis chapter 8 verse 1, I'm going to read from the NIV translation. But God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and the livestock that were with him in the ark. And he sent a wind over the earth and the waters receded. This was a time when judgment was over the earth. The waters had covered all the world. Everything was destroyed. And Noah with his family, along with all the wild animals, were in the ark. And the Bible says they were in there for 150 days. It was like they were in lockdown. They were quarantined. They were stressed. They were together in this boat for 150 days. And Noah must have felt forgotten by God. Noah must have looked across the horizon and seen water after water and water and wondered, when is this going to end? But the Bible says, but God, but God remembered Noah. And not only Noah, even the wild animals. And the scripture says, he sent a wind over the waters and the waters began to subside. Hallelujah. In this present situation, you may be in difficulty. You may be going through fear and stress and it is happening for many days. I want you to know this. God remembers us. Hallelujah. And he's even today, even right now, releasing the wind of his spirit all over the earth. Yesterday as I was praying, I was caught up in worship and I began to see in the spirit bright clouds pushing back dark clouds. And I knew that the tide is turning. God is releasing the wind of his spirit all over the earth and fears are disappearing and sicknesses are disappearing. Hallelujah. God is bringing his salvation wherever you are. Remember, God remembered Noah and therefore, God remembers you in this situation. Let's look at another scripture. Genesis chapter 31, verse 7. Yet your father has deceived me and changed my wages ten times, but God did not allow him to hurt me. These are words said by Jacob. Referring to his father-in-law, Laban, for whom he worked for, for 14 years so that he married two of his daughters and here Jacob is saying Laban tried to cheat me and he changed my wages 10 times but this is the great part here but God did not allow Laban to hurt Jacob hallelujah see are you facing a similar situation is somebody trying to hurt you 
cheat you, deceive you, harm you, persecute you. It may be your landlord. It may be racism that you are facing. It could be your friends who are trying to deceive you, your enemies. In the midst of that situation, be at rest. Why? Because God will not allow those people to harm you. God will not allow those people to cheat you, to deceive you, to hurt you. Put your trust in the Lord. God's favor is on your life. Jacob was not the most righteous of persons, but because his faith was in God, God protected him. Trust in the grace of God right now because he will protect you in your similar situation. Let's look at Genesis chapter 48 verse 21. Then Israel said to Joseph, Behold, I am thine, but God will be with you and bring you back to the land of your fathers. Jacob is speaking to his son Joseph and telling him, I am dying. But do not worry, God is with you. Even though I, your earthly father, is leaving you, God, your heavenly father, will be with you. And he will surely bring you to your inheritance. Are you facing a similar situation? Have you lost someone in these difficult times? I had the sad tragedy of burying a dear friend and a brother some days back. And even the funeral time, many people could not come. Why? Because of these situations and times. Have you gone through a similar situation? Has somebody died? This is God's comforting word to you. God is still with you. Your heavenly father is with you. And he will bring you to your inheritance. He will bring you to the promise even of your father. God has not left you. And if there are some of you who are stuck outside. Outside this state. Or maybe you are not able to be with your loved ones. You are not able to go back to the land of your fathers. God's promise is here for you. God is with you. And he will bring you back to the land of your fathers. Do not worry. God will take you home. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 50 verse 20. But as for you. You meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring it about as it is this day to save many people. This is Joseph's words to his brothers, the very brothers that tried to kill him and then sold him to slavery to be condemned to a life of misery in Egypt. But in that very place, God was with Joseph and God lifted him up and made him the prime minister in charge of the economy of Egypt during a time of famine and difficulty. So that when famine was all over the world and Joseph's family, Jacob and his children were starving, they could come to Egypt and look for grain and food. And God positioned all of that so that he can turn around the situation and Joseph would be in a position where he could supply grain and livestock to his family and save them. But this was not only about Jake, Joseph's family. This was about Abraham's covenant with God through whom the children of Israel would come. But this was not only about the Israelites. 
This was also about the Messiah, the seed of Abraham. This was about God's covenant with the world. Hallelujah. Do you see that in the situation where Joseph was completely sold and consigned to a life of misery, God turned it around so that his purposes will continue to be fulfilled in the midst of the darkness. In the midst of what seemed like loss, what seemed like a hopeless situation. And even in this situation, we know that this virus is not meant for good. It is meant for evil by the enemy. Thousands of people are dying. Fear has gripped the planet. Economies are shaking. And the fallout of the economy will be worse in the days to come. But for the people of God, for those who believe in God, God is positioning the church for greater glory. And that is what our faith must be. God is using this situation, turning it around to refine our faith and to bring us to a close walk with God. Many are now turning to Jesus. Many are going to be saved. Many are going to be stronger in the walk with God. Many are going to discover God's purposes in their lives during these times. Because the Bible says, God can turn around all things for our good, for those who love God. All things work together for good. Trust in the Lord. No matter what you may be going through, there is a but God waiting for you. And God will turn around your situation for good. Hallelujah. This is a time when the glory of God will shine upon the church. <clears throat> and even though there's darkness over the world, the darkness cannot overcome the brightness in the church. And the world will be drawn to the beauty, the peace, the grace, the power of God that's shining upon the church. 1 Samuel chapter 23, verse 14. And David stayed in strongholds in the wilderness and remained in the mountains in the wilderness of Ziph. Saul sought him every day. I want you to notice that. David's enemy, Saul, pursued him every day. But God, that is the beauty of these two words. But God did not deliver him into his hand. See, Saul was the king of Israel. David was anointed to be the next king. And that is why Saul was David's enemy, persecuting him, pursuing him every day. Who is your Saul? Who is your enemy coming after you every day? Is it fear? Is it panic? Is it depression? Is it suicidal thoughts? Is it sickness? I want you to know this. God will not deliver you into your enemy's hands. God will deliver you from your enemies. All you need to do is trust in the Lord. God will protect you from your souls. Not only will God protect you, God will make you overcome. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Trust in the Lord. Hallelujah. Psalms 73 verse 26. My flesh and my heart fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. David is saying, I'm so physically worn out. I'm so tired. My flesh is failing. I'm so discouraged and depressed. My heart is failing. But yet I will trust in the Lord because God is my strength. 
You may be a doctor, a medical worker battling this disease in the front line. You may be a police officer, a government official, and you're every day working to contain the situation. And you may be tired because you're working long hours. You may be physically worn out. You may be mentally and emotionally drained. I want you to turn to God. Look to the Lord and discover that God is your strength. The Holy Spirit is within you and He will strengthen you in your inner being by the power of God. He will strengthen you with His might and you will overcome that physical exhaustion. You will overcome that emotional exhaustion. God is your strength. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13. No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to men. But God is faithful. Look at that. Let's look at that again. But God is faithful. Hallelujah. Just even reading that gets me excited. But God is faithful. Not He was faithful. Not He will be faithful in the future. God is present right now. Wherever you are, whatever situation you are facing, God is. He is the great I am. He is Yahweh. Whatever you need in this present moment, He is to you. Hallelujah. God is faithful. You have nothing to fear. Who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able? But with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Now this verse tells me this. There will be things that we will go through while we are here on the earth. Jesus said, in this world, you will have tribulation. But cheer up, I have overcome the world. God will sometimes allow us to go through the trials, the temptations, and the difficulties. But the goodness of this verse is this. God will not allow us to go through something that we cannot bear. In other words, God is with us while we are going through this situation and God will enable us to overcome it and cause us to escape. Why? Because there is a but God. And that is why. Be patient. Trust in the Lord. He will deliver you. Scripture is full of instances when the people of God were possible situations but then there was a but God. Israel was being pursued by Pharaoh and the armies of Egypt. But God delivered them. Israel was facing the, the sea in front of them. There was no way they could go. But God parted the seas. Israel was hungry in the wilderness. But God sent manna. And God sent the birds. David was facing the giant called Goliath, but God helped him. Daniel was in the lion's den, but God was with him. Hallelujah. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were tied up, put into the fiery cauldron, but God was with them in the midst of that fiery situation. Joseph was all alone in Egypt, but God was with him. You may be all alone working outside the state. Maybe in the Middle East. Maybe in some city in India. Remember this. God is with you. 
Lazarus was in the grave for four days. But Jesus raised him up again. Hallelujah. See, if you will put your faith in God and trust in Him, no matter what you're going through, you will face a but God moment. He always turns the morning into joy. He turns the darkness into light. He turns our tests into testimonies. So do not fear. You see, this two phrase tells me that there is always, 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 no matter how dark it looks, no matter how bleak it may seem, it may seem like we have lost. It, it, it seemed like when Jesus died on the cross, Satan had won. But God raised him from the dead. There is always a but God moment. In other words, your circumstances will never get the last say. Satan will never have the last word. Evil will never have the last word. Why? Because God is with us. God is with you. God is on our side. Who can be against us? This virus will not have the last word. It is passing away. Why? Because God is with us. His grace and His compassion is over the world. And God's redemption is near. It is nigh. All that you and I need to do is to believe. Let's close with this scripture. Romans chapter 10 verse 13. And this verse is for everyone. Everyone. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord. And the name of the Lord is Jesus Christ. Shall be saved. Whoever. That's what the Bible says. Not only pastors, apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists. Not only great and mighty men of God. Not only those who are very educated and knowledgeable in the scriptures. The Bible says, whoever, whoever. Maybe you are somebody struggling in sins and you feel like God will never answer your prayers. Maybe you are somebody who is so lost in the world and you feel like you are so far from God. You need somebody to pray for you. Or maybe you're not even a Christian. You are somebody from another faith. And you may be wondering, well, Jesus is not my God. The Bible says, whoever. You may be even drunk right now. It does not matter. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord. Whoever says, Jesus, I need you. Shall be saved. How do I get a but God moment? It's very simple. Just trust in Jesus. Call on the name of Jesus. You do not have to be perfect. You do not have to be this extremely righteous person. God's grace is so amazing that even in our worst, even in our cases where we may feel like we are far from God, even in the midst of our sins, if we will simply say Jesus with faith in our hearts, calling on His name, He will come and save you. And the word save also means He will deliver you. He will rescue you. He will heal you. Glory to God. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Why don't you lift up your hands right now and begin to call on the name of Jesus. If you're not a believer, if you're not born again, but today right now after hearing this message, you want to give your life to Jesus. 
you can say this prayer after me. Simply with faith in your heart. Say this, Jesus, I call on your name. Save me. Save me. Forgive me. Give me eternal life. I trust in you as my Lord and Savior. As short as that was, when you prayed with faith in your heart, He saves you. Hallelujah. Come, I invite you into a time of worship. And then if you have been blessed through this podcast, we invite you to partner with us in sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ from Nagaland to the nations. We make all our series available for free, but it does cost us time, effort, and money to do it. So the support of people such as you will enable us to reach more people in more regions. Remember, when you give, the Word of God says in 2 Corinthians 9.8 that God is able to make all grace abound towards you. That you, always having all sufficiency, all things, may have an abundance of every good work. If you would like to support our media ministry on a monthly basis or through a one-time gift, kindly write to us at faithharvestnagaland at gmail.com and visit our website www.faithharvest.in and you can go to the giving section. You can also give through this UPI ID 700-568-4533 at Paytm. God bless you and thank you so much for your generosity.